Hello, Loreheads. Uh, Mark here. I just wanted to give you all a quick update. So just as John and Rebecca have had a new addition to their family, I have also had a new baby. Uh, yeah, so in case you're wondering why our episode release schedule might be a little wonky in the coming weeks, uh, that is why. I know we went on a bit of a break earlier. Um, we might do something similar. Uh, John and Rebecca are looking into things like episodes that the two of them can do, things that might be quicker or smaller, uh, you know, things like the Warcraft episode we did on the Patreon, which was tons of fun, highly recommended. Um, but yeah, you know, I would say keep an eye on the Twitter, keep an eye on the Discord. That is where we will post updates as to how things are going. And, you know, rest assured that we absolutely want to get back into our regular weekly release as soon as we have all acclimated to, you know, the new changes in our lives, but we really appreciate y'all for, for listening and sticking with us. And, uh, yeah, I guess enjoy the Neela episode. And welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. And I'm Mark. Today we're talking about the Joy Unbound Nila? Nyla? Nila's how the casters pronounce it, so I'm going to trust him on this one. I know she says her own name. Oh my gosh, she does. And I think it's Nyla. Um, oh. Okay, so we were what? right. I wish she didn't say her name because I was really liking that we had a Shaco type champion again where like oh, people don't yeah. know how to fucking say their name. But I guess not. No, all not right. Not this time, I guess. Well, the Joy Unbound Nyla, I guess. <laughs> now I got a chick. Because <laughs> I'm going to feel like a real asshole if she does say <laughs> Nyla. As I was watching her, like a teaser or something uh, earlier, and Sarah's like, oh, is it is it Lila? I was like, no, it's Nyla. But I guess we both can't hear. That's the <laughs> You're too old. It gotcha. Nila and Leela. I was curious because uh, the the etymology that they had on the wiki um, looked like it uh, was came from like the word Nilo. I but I know. guess we'll get into that in the fun facts. <laughs> sure, yeah, that's a that's a nice like it's a teaser for the fun facts. Ooh, you want to know what the fuck Nilo is? Because I don't. <laughs> it's when you're like bending down, your knees get low. Yeah, that's what it's from. Because she like she bends a lot. <laughs> oh man, Rebecca has run off to grab Poppy, who got the hiccups right before we put her down to bed tonight. So she is unhappy and not sleeping. She's got feelings about about Nila. She's sitting there saying, "You're, you're saying it wrong, assholes." <laughs> She's in the crib, like, "Hey, get put me in, coach. I'll, right. I'll clear this up." Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, I don't know when I don't know when Nila's release date was, but I know it was recent. 
Eh, it wasn't our birthday, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it might She's as well no be Bell any, death. Right? <laughs> you could tell me 1969 and I would believe you. <laughs> oh, shit. She's going to have been released on, like, Rebecca's birthday now, and I'm going to look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I, I don't even know where Rebecca finds that information, to be honest with you. I'm trying to look at it now on the wiki. Oh my god, it was actually close. It was July 13th. Yes, I was just going to say, okay, Neela was released July 13th, 2022, 10 days before my birthday. That was so very close. <laughs> still. That is weird. It is close. I'm still not the asshole, though, so... <laughs> Ooh, phew. And 14 days before Poppy's birthday. Ah. Who <laughs> hmm. was born right after me. Literally, we're minutes apart. <laughs> <laughs> you look like sisters. Gross. <laughs> All right, we're going to have baby hiccups for a little while in this. We'll see how long they last. Yeah, well, uh, you know what? She's she's chill for the time being. So, we're going to we're going to uh, power through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what does Neela sound like? Oh, I didn't do a I didn't do an impression this time cuz she has a very strong Indian accent. Oh, she does. Okay. Um, I was looking at her quotes though, which I never really do, and I feel like there's a lot of lore for other champions I in know. her quotes. I know. I have a bunch of I have a bunch of uh One's written down. One's written down. Okay, well, yeah. just interesting tidbits that m- either move some lore forward or just reference some lore. It was interesting. Okay. Yeah, well, I think when we look at her VO, I mean, I'll see what you guys think, but I kind of felt like um, that's like a running theme with her is that she's more of a vehicle for lore for other things in the world, and she as a character yeah. gets a little left in the dust. Yeah, but yeah. We can get into it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, she just has a bio and a short story as a new champion. Um, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll I'll dive into the bio. I have notes. <laughs> I have notes, too. Oh, oh shit. shit. Look at us go. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Belveth. We didn't give a shit about her, I guess. <laughs> we knew. We felt very comfortable with Nyla. I, that's true. Nila, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Nila, I didn't know anything about. I knew that she was joyful and she's a waterbender. That's basically all I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's something about a demon. Yeah. Yeah, demon, mm-hmm. joyful, waterbender, done. All right. Well, Neela is a classic champion that does have another name that is lost, not to time necessarily, because she's not like hundreds of years old, but lost, lost due to, to the magic. World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lost to the world. C- consumed by demon shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still going to call her Neela. Yeah, that's um, fair. She was a normal bookworm in Cathcan, Cathcon, Cathkin. That sounds like a convention for like Kathy fans. Are are there Kathy fans? (laughs) Huge fan. Catherine's. All versions. I'll try to think of of the most unhinged people you've ever met. Um Cathkin? Cathcan? Yeah, Cathcan. Cathcan. I liked Cathcan. Cathcan. Okay. Um, it's next to Camivore, apparently. We do learn in other stories that I guess people haven't left this area in a very long time, which is Riot's way of saying we didn't invent it until just now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Exol, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was sealed away in uh, nothingness because it didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, though, Nilo was super into stories about monsters and heroes and stumbled across one called The Cycle of Ashlesh. Ashlesh was the Lord of Joy, and I'm going to quote, he's a many-limbed beast who menaced the world along with its nine ferocious siblings. I didn't quite get Ashlesh. It's very joyful, but evil. I was very confused. It's an interesting thing. Like, I assume, like, 
you know, Evelyn is also kind of like demon of. But that's lust, which is a sin. (laughs) (laughs) You know, look what lust got us, John. (laughs) A beautiful hiccupy boy. Did you just say boy? <laughs> I was gonna say, did you say <laughs> a beautiful hiccuping boy? You know, as he yeah. reads the lore, he like forgets shit about his real life. Like, oh just, God, leaving I am, I am Nila. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, demons find shitty ways to uh, ruin good things. That's sure. Fair. I guess when I just think of Joy, I think about the character in Inside Out, and she's not evil at all. That's true. And she has the normal amount of limbs. (laughs) Also true, I suppose. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, the gods, though, defeated Ashlesh, trapping it below a lake in the underworld and guarded by an order of heroes. Neela realized that all of this was below her feet in her homeland. (laughs) (laughs) So she went out to find them and maybe join this order. She wasn't seen for 10 years, and in that time, people forgot Neela, including her family. Like, any mention of her name was erased from books, and people just completely forgot who she was. She's a much more complete forgetting spell than Hermione had. (laughs) (laughs) Cut. Um, Anyway, when she did come back, she was very different, full of joy, and now going by the name of Neela. Neela does seem to know what happened to her, but she's uh, very close-lipped about it, I guess. Which is my way of thinking. Maybe she doesn't know, and she's just pretending that she knows. Right. But not literally close-lipped. She has open lips at all times. Because she's smiling. Wide, creepy smiles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bio does propose a few ideas, like she was trained by the Order, or her body was taken over by something else, which is was my first thought when she had come back. Very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but it is it is very close to one of those. No, some say yeah, this, that's, and yeah. some say that, I, which I didn't think we were going to get in twenty twenty two releases. I, but here we are. I will say <laughs> this one. This one's a little different for me. It this one hits a little different. A little bit. Uh, I one because I do, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say one because like this seemed like a thing where we know enough that I don't mind a little bit of mystery, but then also. Her quotes and other story things also tell so much that I feel like it's not a mystery anymore anyway. <laughs> the quotes tell some. I still find it to be pretty, uh, like, too vague. And I, I I do have a note that's like, I'm not terribly happy with a dark, mysterious yeah. past. Because it is 2022, people. You know, like, we can be a little bit more. It felt like a little bit like a bait and switch. Because it was like, oh, she's got a mis- she's mysterious and no one knows. And then it starts telling you as if, like, here's the actual. And then it uh, kind of pulls the rug out from under you like but but actually no one knows you know yeah yeah and if they're gonna reveal it all in her quotes anyway why bother with this oh she's farting now that might come up on the microphone nice um (laughs) (laughs) hiccups and baby farts you're welcome everybody uh yeah if they're gonna give it all away anyway now and why not put it in the lore people do enjoy the lore without really playing the game uh and that's cool that should be encouraged one reason it frustrates me a bit is because i do find some of her motivations to be unclear. I find them yes. to be kind of muddled. And I think that if I knew what was going on with her, it would help me understand or like divine more of what those motivations are. But because I don't, um, I feel like there's just a lot of guesswork happening. And, and it almost feels like contradictory at certain points. And I don't know if that is contradictory or if like I had the whole scoop, it would, it would make sense. Um, mm. But we can get into that a bit. Oh, yes. To round out where Neela is now, she hunts monsters with her liquid blade like a waterbender. 
God, I didn't realize what I was trying to say there. Her liquid blade, like a waterbender. Okay. <laughs> uh, she also seems to wield Ashlesh's power a little bit. Uh, she's in Bilgewater now, fighting the biggest monster she can find. That's kind of her thing. Is she's like, how big is this monster? I would like to fight it now. Thank you. Um, all while smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the main questions that I had were motivations. Like, at first glance, I thought maybe, maybe, like, some, there's some iteration of, like, joy in uh, people feeling protected or something like that, and maybe that's what the demon feeds off of, and, like, that's why she's doing it. But then they also kind of make it clear that, like, she's just trying to protect the weak and the innocent. But then there were other, like, times where I felt like that wasn't really the case, like there definitely seems like there's there's something more there, um, yeah. So I am curious, and and she's very specific too. Like when she does these big things, she's always uh, harping on the fact that like people have to remember this, like they have to remember it, and they have to remember my name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm curious. I have a theory around this, and this could be so. Like I know that. Like, demon names. There's, like, a lot of power in a demon name. Mm. Like, knowing a demon's name often lets you control it, which I kind of feel like is probably a bit of what happened with this demon in general, because a lot of her quotes are also talking about, like, she always, one detail I love about her is she always refers to everyone by their full name. It's always Tobias Fate. It's always Malcolm Grave. She refers to the demons by their full names. Volibear's the Thousand Pierced Bear. Everyone gets the full name at all times. Um, and she also has quotes about like remembering her name. And I'm curious if the power that she has from the demon only lasts as long as people remember her name and then the demon gets her soul. That's my theory. It's a good question. But they don't I remember think... her name. Well, Neela well, is okay. like her, her given name. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's a good question. I think, you know, one thing we could look at would be the, the little line at the start of the short story um because the little bit at the shard the shard the start of the short story (laughs) (laughs) um is is a quote from ashlesh like uh, the 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 myth of ashlesh right and what it is kind of saying is you will get you'll feel joy you'll be a hero and you will become legendary and what i ask in return is you um so that's a good it's an interesting idea my kind of read on it was that it's, it's almost more like a pact and a trade, right? And that's something one of her VO lines is like, oh, I chose this. This was my choice. And what I kind of assume, if I had to guess as to what happened, is that she made a deal in some way with this demon, even if it's still kind of trapped and is using its power. And the, the, the gift is that, oh, she gets to be this legend and this hero, like the thing she was obsessed with, and which I think would also kind of be something that, you know, for someone who's been forgotten, like in through this magical means, I could see it becoming something that they want and drives them is being remembered, even if it's in this sort of mythical, legendary way. Um, and then just the price is a, you know, a her being scrubbed from existence as she was, and then b kind of yeah, probably her soul at the end. Like she will live on as a hero and remembered, but that soul is also part of that price. Is kind of my read on it a little. Mm. And I do I like. like- I, 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 I like, like that, that there's <laughs> options here. <laughs> you both like it. <laughs> it's I, I like uh, that in concept. 
in concept. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the thing I'm finding a lot with with Neela is that I like that motivation a lot for like because to me it starts to line up. It's like oh, you have the, someone who is really obsessed with myths and legends who entered into this pact and you know in being scrubbed from existence in a way um, is now driven to be remembered. But then there's also these kind of weird stuff of like, but she also seems talks about protecting people. And she also talks about there's there's lines in the short story too about seeming to want to or and her VO about just wanting to like challenge herself and not caring about things even if they don't it has nothing to do with whether or not it drives her legend but whether or not they are a big enough like they're even a challenge and and just like the like almost like the the honing oneself and I find that all start to be a little conflicty rather right. than like. Like, she's protecting the innocent, but she's not going to be stopping, like, a mugger, because they're nothing to her. <laughs> yeah, right? And it's like, is that intentional, or is it... Because what it feels a little more like to me is maybe some, they didn't have things quite nailed down, or, like, there's a, kind of a kitchen sink thing happening a bit with her, where they've got a, a couple of different ideas that all have kind of been smushed into a character, and some of them kind of run contrary a little bit. It's a little bit of my feeling about some of that, the motivation side of it. Yeah. Um, Is this the first use of demon power for good? Intentional good? Intentional, probably, I yeah. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Annie did burn down the Black Rose School, which was good, but I feel like she uh, was not trying to be altruistic there. No, she's <laughs> not exactly morally gray. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good... It's, it's, yeah, I think you're right. That's a good call out. But um, how do y'all feel about the the Cathcan stuff? Cause I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of it i'm i have questions i was hoping i have a lot of questions about Cathcan that i'm hoping will like maybe this is a region we'll see more people from maybe that we'll mm. get a, a more uh information about but as of now i am i am like i, I want to know more about them like we really didn't get anything yeah, all we got no... was that like they were neighbors of camivore they had they were bullied by Camivore. <laughs> Camivore was uh, stronger than them, so they had like big defenses just for Camivore. And then, you know, when Diego disappeared, they're like, "Oh, we don't need that anymore." Mm-hmm. And they don't visit the mainland for some reason that they never specify. I don't know, like if they're yeah, fully self-sufficient years. or what, but uh, no, no trade there. Yeah, I I never got a picture of it, so I don't really feel much of anything. We kind of learn in the short story that one thing Neela is doing is she's punishing all the Sentinels because they <laughs> left Viego, she says, on the doorstep of her homeland. I like the idea that Viego was locked away in a place where people are, and they're like, <laughs> are you just going to leave this villain here? Like, obviously, have you ever seen a movie? He's going to get out, you know? Right. Like, they put it in Camivore because, like, oh, there's probably no one in Camivore. But then, like, the next door neighbor's like, hey, they're the like, fuck? Hey, <laughs> there's people here, man. It's like, clean up your dog shit afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I, I get what you're saying with that Rebecca I felt a little like uh, I think it's frustrating for me because we have places that they've already established like Ishtal that they it feels like they don't want to kind of finish some of what they've started and they'd like to just kind of do some they want to just do something new you know when I feel like Ishtal in particular I the little bit that I that they have put out about it is that it's all about elemental magic and I feel like she is such a slam dunk to put <laughs> in there and like help flesh out something you've already established instead of inventing this place 
yeah just for this cha- this this character mm-hmm. that like you said it's weird that you you hear no peep from them it's weird to me the idea that they would have no need for heroes and legends and stuff as if like like runeterra yeah they got noxus but more importantly there's this magical crap that just happens and the place is just dangerous and right. it seems reasonable that any place on runeterra like valoran whatever this continent is otherwise would still need people to do shit you know <laughs> There's actually a line in this story that said, back when the world was young and humanity's enemies were a thousandfold, like, lady, humanity's enemies are still a thousandfold. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Even more so, probably, than they're used to be, you know? Yeah. It's tough, because I don't know how Riot can go about adding regions. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's a way you could do it and just, like, not... not shine attention on the fact that you're just adding a new re- I don't know be like it was here all along and now we're hearing yeah. about it I don't know yeah, yeah like there's only gonna be so many of these islands where nobody's ever visited the mainland yeah. that they'll be able to mm-hmm. <laughs> add in yeah it um it, it, I get it it's a hard limitation to run into I felt I guess I would be more sim- maybe I'd be more sympathetic if there weren't big open spots on the map that are just like have nothing going on or places like like I was saying Ishtal that they've established and they just haven't really done much with and it feels like they just don't want to and they're like yeah, eh, they we don't really have this a, you could just drop a village and like a, a piece of land that's not taken you know we are clearly yeah. clearly there's other stuff in Runeterra than what you've highlighted there's other towns and cities and yeah you don't have to say like oh we named 20 of them and that's all of them like we that's know. all we got 20 minutes. and nothing we else know. would have to change either like mm-hmm. no. there's nothing inherent about like the only thing would be like oh she's upset about viego because her town's right next to it like now you could like for at least from the sounds of it viego her worry is that he brings he's gonna wake up he's gonna break his binds eventually and his like his type of magic is angering old demons and they're gonna wake up like you can be mad about that regardless of where you live yeah. <laughs> like if vengeance That's like, not there's a no real threat. reason they had to be neighbors <laughs> yeah I, I i certainly agree i think what i would say to that too is that it seems like right has made her very strong right in yes. the universe, she is exceptionally strong. And something that they have in the bio is a list of some, some accomplishments that she has done, which include things like killing some dragon that's the progenitor of all Camavoran dragons, the, some demon, some demon of change, something that's labeled as a demigod, which I don't know what that means in the context of, like, Runeterra, but that's, like, really high-level shit. So it's, I can see why, yeah, you couldn't have this person who's done all these things just suddenly a pop out of nowhere right and even especially since her whole shtick is she's trying to build a legend you know like but i guess my question then is like what is that service and i'm i still don't know like why have they made her so strong in universe because it's it's very to me it stands a little like it's very noticeable like man she is really fucking powerful and it it feels a little weird almost to me i'll tell you what my thoughts are and yeah, I feel like it. they're the same thoughts I have with a lot of the newer stories is they needed an excuse to name all of the, because yeah, actually I got a different read on it. I, I don't know if I read it wrong, um, but I, I thought that those things you named were the list of things that she wanted to take care of. I didn't know that she had taken care of them yet. And I thought that they needed a champion that was an excuse to 
name a bunch of really strong enemies <laughs> that we hadn't been introduced to yet as raids for the MMO. <laughs> a bunch of enemies Aww. that have like skulls and have like super red like health bars and shit. You know? Yeah, that's brilliant, John. I didn't think of that. It's a good, you so know. So like, so when the Fred are like, "Oh shit, that's that, that's that thing that Nilo wants to kill." I'm not gonna fucking remember these names, Riot. I already forgot them. <laughs> I just you know, read I, it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking at the bio now, and the the the, the line is, she embarked on a conquest of the greatest threats of ancient myth, and it's these things. And then the line after that paragraph is, each new foe rises against you know Nila in challenge, and each is snuffed out in a, you know, blah, blah, blah. So my read on it was that she went out to do that and did it and is <laughs> successful in conquesting these foes. Um, yeah. But I like that more, and I would prefer almost that if those, like she had a hit list or something, or like these are the, you know, the one that'd be great in, if for VO she was like constantly talking about different myths and legends and like, oh, I, I long to find the... I don't know, whatever the names I gave to these things are. <laughs> Grandmother Demigod Viper. Thing. Right? Yeah. Oh, Demigod, yeah. Naba, Vesvelicus, whatever. Nailed it. Uh, Amago, <laughs> Demon <laughs> of Change, and Scourge of the Carnelian Valley. LFG for, you know, Naba Velicus or whatever, right? You know? <laughs> one, one thing that stuck out here, too, this was like, be, you know, back in the day before Ashlesh got banished. It said that, uh, hungering for primal joy, Ashless attempted to consume the realm of the gods, but the gods struck the monster down, trapping it deep below the earth in an endless shimmering lake within the seventh layer of the underworld. There it would be guarded by a mythical order of heroes. And, like, I, I was thinking to myself, like, man, it was a calculated risk, but Ashlesh sure is bad at math. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, I'm gonna go eat the gods. And they're just like, no. <laughs> they just, yeah. like, you know spritz what? bottled him away. <laughs> Whacking him with a newspaper, man. He, like that. he said in the Belvedere episode that you whack her with a newspaper. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking effective. Oh, man. Just for the record, Mark has not hit his dog with a newspaper that's not something he Because my dog doesn't try and take over heaven. That's true. I bet you would knock her once on those if she did try to eat the gods. Yeah. You know what? I might bit. encourage that. I'd like to see it. She's a very small dog. So is this in reference, you think, to like Targon and Targon Prime? I don't know. I don't It'd know. Be, it's, it's weird of, for them to refer to it as the realm of the gods and not the realm of like the celestials. It's hard because, again, she's coming from an entirely different culture that we have almost, like, zero insight into. And something that they mention in this bio is that they have seem to have their own, like, creation myth. So this could be something entirely different, you know? Um, which, actually, as I'm saying it, I think that probably makes more sense than Targon. Because um, they probably... They would probably... I would assume that... was their name? Cathcon probably thinks of something else as gods in the realm of the gods rather than Targon, which is over on this other continent that they don't interact with. So. <laughs> ever. Yeah, pretty much ever, right? 700 so, years. 700 years. Yeah, it would make sense to, and, and it would also, like, I feel like the... Uh, <laughs> the Targonians had, or, like, the Celestials, really, had to go through a lot of like chicanery to to capture Aurelian's soul so that he could close void rifts for them it's like if they could just 
banish a demon to the underworld yeah, like the the flick of a hand it's it seems like a a power level that might be beyond them they couldn't even do that to like the uh the ascended they had to come up with weird ass workarounds to deal with them yeah i mean i i certainly don't know i think this is entering the thing celestial's like, weak is what i'm saying come at me <laughs> I mean, who knows, right? This is the thing, too, where it's like there's the, the lore around, I feel like, the lore around Celestials and Targon Prime and all that all that jazz is already very fuzzy, and we're trying to, like, relate it to this thing that literally only exists as a part of this champion. It's like, who can who can say, right? Some say yeah. that, you know, blah, 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 right? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't have much else on the bio if we want to dig yeah, into the Yeah, I think that was all I had for the bio. Yeah. Sure. And then right. that was by Jared Rosen, by the way. I don't know if we. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. He did the short story as well. Yes. An that intimate evening at Oyster Bills. Sure. Uh, so I, I'll do this one unless you wanted to, Rebecca. No, go for it. Yeah, you got, you're dealing with a baby. Um, <laughs> so this one opens. It opens with, the, like I said, it has a, the opening bit is a little, not poem, but it's, it's just a little line from uh, the myth of Ash Lesh, and it goes over what I described. Um, but it opens on Neela. I'm like going to forget how to even say it either way. Neela is kicking graves around um, and they were at Oyster Bills. She's kicking them around and she is, I, it seemed like maybe even less so than punishing Sentinels. She's trying to get more information oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from them. Um, and he is kind of deflecting A, by just lying and saying he doesn't know what the hell she's talking about and B, kind of trying to direct her to other Sentinels. Um, but what kind of happened is that recently she showed up in Bilgewater. She started killing big ass sea serpents and asking around, around, around about the Sentinels of Light. So Graves has been ducking her, but she's finally found him. Um, and it seems like, yeah, she wants to find Viego because he's been kind of left in Camavor, which is kind of on the doorstep of Cathcon. Um, eventually, a group of toughs, of you know, mercenaries, not mercenaries, thugs, you know, show up and they're pissed because she's been killing these big sea serpents, and so it's kind of. It's like flooding the market with supply. So I assume she's driving down the price of like fish eyes or whatever. Um, and they've got some big kind of monster. Sea servants have so many eyes. She's not really, she doesn't really care about them because she's like, oh, they're, they're not even worth, they're not even worth the effort. But that big monster thing they got with them, the thing called a deep eater, that might be worth it. Kills them all. And she kind of comes back to graves and kind of explains that she wants to find Viego because he'll get out eventually. And like you had said, John, it's not so much him that's the issue. It's more that when he's doing his ruination shit, it seems like it really makes demons upset in some way, or it, it riles them up. Angie's angry's up their blood for Angie's some reason. Angie's up their blood. <laughs> they make them so angry. They're so mad. The ruination. <laughs> it's funny because I was I, I was surprised I even slipped like that with the baby. I'm always like, "Are you hungry? Who's hungry?" <laughs> Just like all day. That's my life. <laughs> and um. Yeah, and she kind of she kind of she recognizes that Graves isn't who she's looking for because he's just Graves, and uh, she leaves him be, and <laughs> goes off. I assume to go find uh, the Sentinel she's actually looking for, whoever it was that bound Viego, which I guess is probably Cinna and or Action or Gwen and Action, and maybe Gwen. The, it, you the know, trio. It, it depends on if she read the comic or the visual novel. <laughs> <laughs> That's mostly it. It's not really told from her perspective or anything. It's more from Graves' perspective than anything, yeah, honestly. 
which I feel like Jared Rosen really has He's Graves, got the Graves locked voice in. Nailed. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I assume that's, I almost feel like that's why. I think so. He wrote this. I don't know. He just, he really likes Graves. He's got Graves figured out, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I liked it. I, I say overall, like it had a lot of the same feeling of like, you know, the, the Akali short story where the whole thing was kind of like an action piece meant to highlight like, yeah, this is a badass, you know, badass character right here. Um, but there's way more personality in this. Like, I feel like I left this story knowing more about Neela, knowing more about at least what she thinks her motivations are. And like the read was enjoyable. Um, I, I liked this as, I like a, the, as a color piece. All the different ways Jared described how she was constantly joyous, but in ways that were different. Like she was trying to be angry or knew she would be angry in a moment, but can't feel anger. So the joy is like kind of reflected differently in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really wish that was something that she was capitalized on way harder with her yes. across the board. Because I think yes. that's... she remind, she reminds me of Aatrox a bit in that there are some really cool ideas and that that one in particular, the idea of like not being able to feel anything Any other emotion, but happiness. But joy. Yeah. Yeah, that that should be really haunting and I don't I feel like it just never it never pulls the trigger on that really. Mm-hmm. I think I think setting this in her perspective would have helped a lot. Getting inside her head is something I really would have wanted. because um, there's a lot of situations where that could be a problem. It seems like something that maybe the outset, like, oh, what's wrong with feeling happy, right? But what happens when, you know, she's reflecting on the fact that, you know, her mom doesn't know who she is, like doesn't even realize that she had her, right? Or she gets hurt, which I guess, I don't know if that would ever happen, right? But if you lose (laughs) a finger, you might not want to be happy about that shit, you know, things like that. Um, And I kind of, I I think it's almost a shame that there has to be a line where the the writer just kind of comes in and says, hey, she would feel angry right now, but she doesn't because she can't. And it's like, I would really like, it's a hard thing to communicate when you're not in their head, I feel like. Yeah. But but it is a fun read. The Graves, mm-hmm. I, the Graves part for me, I think, holds it up more. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a, a few notes on this one. I mean, we mentioned the fact that like, it had been 700 years since anyone from Kafkan had been to the... Um, Valoran even um which it seems weird when I first read it I was just like oh shit is like is Neela actually like really old maybe Mm -hmm. and like I just and she's just kind of being kept alive because timelines are always very vague here because like they stretch so long and like the reign of Viego was like not recent so like the fact that there was a story about him that Neela was reading doesn't necessarily compress the timeline that much. Mm. Um, so uh, it's it's unclear, actually, to me, if Capcan still exists in its, you know, current... Um, I mean, it must, because she does seem a little pissy that uh, Viego's so. there for I that think, reason. But I think they mentioned that, you know, since the fall of the king, they haven't needed it, and it's been hundreds of years since then, or a long time since then. So it's been a very long time since... Viego has left. I'm curious yeah. what the inciting incident was to them not going to the mainland because oh, for sure. even Graves to know specifically how long it had been that someone from Kathcan had been to the mainland makes it seem like it was an intentional <laughs> decision mm-hmm. that like was highlighted uh, highlighted in mm-hmm. some way that is 
recorded somewhere that was 700 years ago. <laughs> well, they said, hey, we're not going to show up because in case we need a champion from here, um, we need to be off the <laughs> yeah. uh, What I will say, too, is that I think that little bit is actually not so specifically Graves. It's more just talking about how she has gained some... She's very quickly become... A lot of people are taking note of her. And it's partially because she's going around doing her weird Nila stuff. Partially because she goes around and it has weird armor. And also partially because she's going around saying, hey, I'm from Kafkan. It seems like enough people sort of know that, oh, they haven't been around in over 700 years. So maybe Graves specifically doesn't know that information, but enough people at Bilgewater <laughs> are aware. So maybe it's not him in particular. TF told him. <laughs> <laughs> right? Honestly. You mean Tobias Fate? Sorry. Frankly, that is something that everyone, is, everyone is their full name when you're talking about Neil. <laughs> you know, inter- I think she even gives him, she doesn't even give him face. She gives him Felix, which is like his original. Oh, right. Original yeah. Moniker. yeah. <laughs> um, I do like, that is a neat detail, actually. I didn't even like pick up on that. But since you're saying it, it's like, that is interesting. And that's something that comes up here, too, is that she's constantly yeah. calling him Malcolm Graves and not just Graves. And he even tries to correct her. And she says, like, uh, you know, there's power in a name, essentially. There is great right? power in a true name. And yeah. and she says, "Remember that." I think you're on to something with that. I that's a, <laughs> I think that's definitely something that's got some weight to it. I would like to know more about what's going on with that, though. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna. I don't know. I wonder if they're thinking about in general plans for demons more because they have a few scattered around the lore mm-hmm. that they haven't. I mean, they touched on fiddlesticks a little bit um, in his rework, but other than that, not mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. Also, timeline wise, this probably then took place before the uh the boys and bombolini mm. since i'm pretty sure neela is the one that tf is referencing when he mentions the run-in that graves had with the girl with the laughing jar yeah oh. that we had the big question mark about when we we're like who the fuck is the girl with oh, the laughing jar God, yeah I and about that i thought about that too and i went back and reread it to because yeah you're right the way that they talk about her is as if like oh we saw her a few weeks back um what i will say is i get this ever slightest stint stink of um like maybe like not wires getting crossed or maybe they didn't have things like 100 percent nailed down when that story got, got wrote almost i don't know i know these are pretty recent i'd have to look at the timeline it's just that a there's not anything that i ever saw with her depicting that her like she got a little the little ball of of demon, right? That she kind of hang has on her hip, right? I don't remember it ever really being depicted as laughing. Maybe, yeah. maybe when Graves is getting kind of like he starts getting a little drawn into it. I don't remember if laughing is described there. But also, Tobias is like, "Oh man, all those so many hands." And it's like, I know she's got some hand stuff going on somewhere, <laughs> but it's not like it's not like something that to me reads when I look at her at all. Really, even her abilities in game. Like hand stuff is like it's there, but it's much more subtle than the first thing. Neela's not say. into hand stuff. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? It's fine, but it's it's weird. That's a weird thing with her. Like, and this is not so much lore stuff, but like design wise, is they really like this idea of like the the seven the seven hand stuff and multiple hands and stuff. But I feel like it's like it needs to be even more. I want to be seeing it. when I look at her like in her splash and stuff. I have to really look to see like oh yeah, there's hands that are holding the little demon orb. And, like, mm. she's kind of got a little bit of a hand thing going on on some of her armor. But it's very subtle. Do you think her original design, she looked like, uh, what's his name from Mortal Kombat or something? 
Uh, Doro? Like Doro. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Take me a minute. I would like that. That would be a little more interesting, <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, She's I don't know if I much. hiding hands under her clothes. Yeah, they're always subtle. Like, the, the cinematic, too, like, uh, it was, like, you know, the hands were kind of following her a bit as she did her shit. Yeah, it, it's really subtle. I think this is the thing where I wonder if... I want to know more about what happened with her development because I, I get the, the kind of the feeling that she was just kind of a waterbender whip person. And, and <laughs> a lot of this demon stuff and even some of this like hand stuff maybe was kind of added in in a later, like later in development. I don't know. It has this weird feel to it a little bit. Now we are going to, so we're going to need to hear from the demonology experts in the discord. Let us know. Because I know that there are a lot of references here specifically to the seven hands, you know, reaching for seven keys and shit like that. Mm. And I know that on the demonology list, there are seven major, you know, circle. There are seven circles Mm. on the demonology list. And there's a lot of key imagery. Like, there's a specific amount of keys that are tied to the demons, too. I know Zoe's got one of the keys and, like... Uh, fiddles I think actually Zoe might have fiddles I don't know I haven't yeah. looked into it too much but there's a lot of a lot of shit about keys and a lot of shit about seven on the demonology chart yeah is this think... a demon thing or is this specifically because this particular demon was banished to the seventh circle and is now requiring a key to get out of each circle I don't know which one of those it is. It's probably one of them, though. I thought Maybe there were ten, like ten big demons. There like, are. There's the seven, and then there's the three in the middle. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. That's a good question, right? This is the thing I where it's like. <laughs> yeah, right. This is the thing where it's like, like some mystery is fun, and it, it can be fun to kind of pick some of this apart, but like, it, it feels like almost a little too much mystery for me. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just biased. A little bit. Maybe it's because we've been we we've seen so many old champions where we see these mysteries and they don't ever get answered. That like, I don't trust exactly. Riot to answer. That's it. <laughs> I think yeah. Jared was the one who came up with the original demonology chart too. Oh, okay. Um, that was that was steeped hmm. in mystery too. So maybe he's got maybe he's, he's got, got the, the long game. Okay. That's fair. We see you, I'll, Jared. I'll throw more trust. I'll put a little more trust in 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 Big J. <laughs> That's your new name, Jared. If you ever Sorry. hear this one day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know if I had much more else mm. for for this one. Um, I'm just kind of looking up through it, but I'm, I'm be cur- I guess I'll be curious to see if we get more stories about her following up and going elsewhere, like outside of Bilgewater. You know, yeah, you'll find the other nice. Sentinels. Well, see. Um. I mean, she certainly goes to the Star Guardian City. <laughs> <laughs> now, the the one cinematic we do have, and it's kind of like, you know, one of those half cinematics. It's her, like, release one called Nyla the Joy Unbound, which is just, you know, Nyla wrecking a massive sea monster. And then at the end of it, and this was actually something else that made me question her overall motives. There's a quote at the end of it where she says... I hope the heavens are watching. I hope they're nervous. Which seems hmm. much less protecting the innocent and more like demon with an axe to grind. <laughs> hmm. Sure, yeah. You know, I I, I would be open, because she's obviously being affected by Ashlesh in some way. Um, 
That's why I just want to get a story in her head. I just really want to know what the hell's going on in there. You know, aside from just happiness. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Plus, that would be fun to to play around with. I like the idea. The writing, no, the writing challenge of writing someone who is unbelievably joyful constantly, mm-hmm. even if they don't want to be. I like that. I'm just imagining like we get inside her head and it's just a, a non-stop Sandstorm. loop of that Tiny Tim <laughs> oh. song. We had different ideas about joy. You had that song and I had Sandstorm by Trude. <laughs> That's my joyful song. Because I'm a true millennial, okay? I feel happy and glad. <laughs> You're old as shit. <laughs> oh, I guess that's a SpongeBob thing. It is a SpongeBob yeah. thing. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're right. It's also, an I, it's also a YTMND thing is big on there. Oh, that's true. Man, that's... And that's old. I know. John and I reference YTMND like too often for how long it's been. Because we just remember so many things from YTMND. It's still Ooh. up, I think. Oh my oh, god! Around. Holy crap! I haven't been there since two thousand and six. Well, that will be a fun. That'll be a fun field trip for the listeners who have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is now. It used to just it would be a website and there would be an image or a GIF and then some kind of sound and it was it's a simple peak humor. Yeah, <laughs> back then. Uh, how could this happen to me? Yeah, we were saying. Oh, I was saying that to Poppy the other day. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. She's being very dramatic, like she a baby was. does. And there was one on there that was just like, you know. Was it the orange? It was It was Darth Vader. Oh. And it had a pitch-shifted version of that song really, really low, like he was singing it. And that was funny. I'm starting to see now, like, TikToks <laughs> that are referencing things that were on IYMDB, but, like, Gen Z's discovering them. So, like, someone made a TikTok talking about how... In the Duel of Fate song, it sounds like he's saying corn on the cob, corn on the kebab. And I was like, that's literally a YTMND video. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Humor video. is cyclical, man. It's, it's, right. all, it's all flat circle. <laughs> but also, I'm glad that you, that you also discovered that, Gen Z, because I also can only hear corn on the cob, corn on the kebab when I hear that song now. And now you are also cursed with it. You're welcome. Yeah. It's like me and that Smash Brothers song. Oh. Call me Papa, <laughs> me be who, who was it Sma- wasn't me. Oh. As I, I thought you said Smash tsunami. Mouth. I was like, what the fuck Smash yes, Mouth song? Yes, that is it's Smash Mouth song. You know, from Shrek. <laughs> Call <Yeah>. me Papa. <laughs> Anywho, um, so I have some you, quotes sorry, written down. Are you sweating hot right now down here? Because I'm very warm and I'm a little worried about her. I can turn... Uh, I don't think we should have the fan on. You might be able to put her down now, but... I don't he know just puts her on the ground. If you're not hot, then... I'll trust that she's fine. She's really I'm like, burying I'm not herself in your... I'm also drinking alcohol, so... And I'm just a sweaty gal. Yeah. So I have no idea. She's, her face isn't red. I wouldn't worry okay. about it. Okay. If you're comfortable, then she's probably fine. <laughs> she's not fine. Aww. <laughs> so many sounds. <laughs> That was her. She just farted after all that, so that was her oh, nice. that fart sound. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we've got some quotes from her. Uh, so first, the Ashlesh ones. Uh, in death, Ashlesh, my spirit is yours, but in life, your strength and joy belong to me. And then Ashlesh, Lord of Joy, for stealing my name and my fate, I claim your power. 
and then rage in your prison, demon. I am in control. And finally, for this strength, I gave everything. What'd she give? I guess her life. Whatever. It's reality, you know. Mm. I mean, you know. She She forgot every book she ever read. (gasps) Did she? Uh, She seems to remember her life. It's just that nobody remembers her. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Every book that had her name in, which can't have been many. I mean, she I, was like know. twelve. I don't think she was very old. <laughs> All the notes that she passed back and forth. Do you like me, Mila? <laughs> right. Whatever her name was. Do you like me? Circle yes or no. <laughs> All the mash games that she was a part of. <laughs> <laughs> We're just a real millennial episode. Sorry. <laughs> um. She has got a few quotes here towards some specific demons. We got a few towards fiddlesticks. Lord of fear, I know what you really are, and I know how to kill you. And then Yeah, that one was interesting. Ha! First of nothing. Tell the other eight where to find me. Hmm. And she's got one towards Swain. The Swain one was interesting. We are not alike, Jericho Swain. I know the price I paid. So what's the deal with this? Swain, well, I I, we haven't gotten an S yet, so I don't Swain know. Swain has demon too. Yeah. Swain has demon too, but he doesn't understand what he's given up for it. I Maybe guess. that's the implication. Okay, yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, that'll be the implication he thinks he's for more sure. in control than he really is, Ooh, which seems very on like brand with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will Tara's say one thing about her quotes. Uh, given her like water style combat, I am very surprised to see no quotes alluding to either Bruce Lee or Avatar. Mm. I think yeah. the closest one we got was when you flow as water, nothing can harm you. That was yeah. like the closest we got to Bruce Lee. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about it, but it's a, yeah. Someone else has mm. one like that. Who does it? But I don't remember. I know we, we've done Probably someone. like Lee Sin would be my guess, some shit like that. I don't think it is. I, I remember we, we, we talked about someone who had that. Oh, did we? It's just lost in the vault of champion quotes. <laughs> but um, she got even, one with, I don't even remember Belveth. <laughs> yeah, right. Who's that? She got one with Karma that I thought was interesting, where she says that uh, your ancestors and mine once shared a homeland. And she calls yeah. her Dara. Oh yeah. So maybe yeah. that's where Karma's from. No, Karma's Dara was originally from Ionia, right? Ancestors, yeah. ancestors. They yeah. Had, yeah, ancestors. Yeah, because they mentioned the exact place that Karma's from. So. Well, not Karma herself, but Dara. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. But yeah, maybe. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like uh, I, uh, the, 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 the Ionians, you know, like, <laughs> or, like maybe a group of them left from Karakan. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And settled there yeah. at some point in the past. Hmm. That's all I had written down. Yeah. I think that's it for Can and Neela. It's a little disappointing. Riot kind of fell back on like old habits a little bit, but not not super heavily i don't know i'm very confused but it only felt like the bio was vague and everything else gave us answers and i don't really understand why the bio was vague i i liked it here yeah and i don't think i would have liked it elsewhere (laughs) something about neela and her story made me okay with the decision to use that here i like Mm. neela in general and i liked a lot of the ideas behind her for sure and i love that they're diving more into demons themselves yeah, because they definitely need some love yeah do. they don't need love they need defeating but <laughs> we need the demon of love sure that's evelyn honey say evelyn's <laughs> lust boss, and love right? are the same <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I um, I I mean, I certainly like a lot of what's going on with the maybe world building part of it, ignoring the Karakan stuff, but just like the demonic stuff getting a little more fleshed out. Um, to me, she kind of has some feelings of like. It's like I said at the start, like I feel that as a character, she's kind of left a little empty because there's she's doing so much like heavy lifting around around some of that like demonic um, like world building stuff. And I think there was like some some really strong concepts that I just most specifically the idea of this joy being the only thing she can feel that I feel like almost get left like on the not on the cutting room floor, but it's just kind of mentioned a few times and then doesn't really they don't ever yeah. like really pull the trigger on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah like that should be like the that should be the hook entirely of her character i feel like but she has like four hooks it's and a difficult hook to execute on i think and like the, it is the fe- <laughs> poppy has some thoughts Poppy's about feeling this. It. She she's not into it or she's really into it i can't tell yet she's a newborn <laughs> yeah I, th- I think kind of like you're saying to me she feels a little Almost not overloaded, but a little bit confusing, and I, I like a, a little bit too much of like a grab bag. Or I almost thought I had some feelings a little bit of like kind of like I was reading a little bit like a fan fiction character, where it's like, hey, here's this character yes. from this place that hasn't ex- that you never heard of, and she's super powerful, and she's got all this, mm-hmm. she's got a lot going on, and and she even shows up and kicks around Graves, and Graves likes her at the end of it. It's a little like. I'm not in love with this. And um. then they kiss. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am with you, Mark. I was I was thinking it feels like um something that didn't fit into the lore that's already been established a little bit. And mm. I, I like that uh that comparison a lot. That somebody took like an original idea they had, an original character, and put it in their Harry Potter fan fiction is kind of sure. what it felt like a little it, bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I, I know sometimes we draw like D and D character comparisons. To me, this is like the mm. DM had a, a, a character idea they really wanted to play, <laughs> and they just couldn't let this NPC go, and so they're like a DM PC that's tooling around with the party, but ends up kind of like, stepping yeah. on them a bit. You know, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I would we'll like see. to see she like is what legit what's like her a monk warlock with water whip. That's true. <laughs> mm. I want to know what her limit is because she seems like the most powerful being in Runeterra based on what we know. <laughs> and like that can't be possible. So I'm fine with her being very powerful, but I'm kind of curious like what is that limit? Who is who would be able to defeat her? Because I don't know. It's just a little. It's, the it's power a dynamics or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, to introduce someone, her, to introduce someone sure. this powerful is. You know, that's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where. This is going to be like one of those uh, Nick Fury moments, too, where at the post credit scene, Jax comes to recruit her. <gasps> <laughs> oh, see, I would have liked that. He gives her an egg. <laughs> <laughs> that's his invitation. <laughs> you know, in, in, in Neela's defense, um, I will say also, this is a lot of setup. You know, this yeah. is, there's a lot that could end up happening with her that might address all of this and would make her feel really good. So, you know, we'll, we'll see, maybe. Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> all right. So, uh, there's one AU, John. There is <laughs> one AU. So you got nothing to my talk bedtime, about. My <laughs> bedtime's at 40 minutes, so. You would, you would think that this would be a, a quick thing, but you would be wrong because that AU is Star Guardian. <laughs> Let me take you on a little journey. Uh, oh, Jesus. You broke down. <laughs> oh, I didn't not... even fit the screen. 
Okay. There's a lot there. It's a page. All right, Star Guardian. In a vast and dark universe, young warriors are chosen by fate to protect the light of the stars. They are destined to burn bright, but collapse as furiously as they shine. I miss your AU voice. I feel like it's been forever. (laughs) (laughs) I try. I practice in the shower. I know. I can hear you. (laughs) In a shower where one man must walk. So this one is Star Guardian Nila, a ceaselessly joyful Star Guardian, famed throughout the cosmos for destroying planet-sized foes. Nila has given up her jurisdiction over the great expanse of the universe to help out in the fight against Morgana. Bound by her promise to Lux to train and oversee these new fresh-faced heroes, she relays tales of great victories and legendary opponents to the bright-eyed forces of good, as well as the truth of their oaths and how to thrive when faced against impossible odds. And her uh, her little medium is named Dahlia. Dahlia's bark is definitely worse than its bite. Its tongue gets in the way of any damage those canines could do. Nevertheless, when Neela's companion transforms into her mystical blade, it cuts deep. Fighting monsters brings it unparalleled joy. But then again, so does everything. Will its tail ever stop wagging? <laughs> Now, she is part of one cinematic, uh, Everything Goes On, where she's just kind of at the end of it, and she's part of uh, Kaisa's team, um, which, for the record, Everything Goes On fucking slaps. That song's so good. I want to do a parody of that song just to, like, sing it. Uh, I don't even have an idea for what the parody would be, but that song goes hard. Do you just want to cover it? Everything Goes On. Everything Goes On what? Everything Goes On Pizza. Ooh, everything goes on pizza. No, we're not Weird Al. We don't. We can do better. <laughs> First of all, how dare you imply that we could do better than Weird I know, Al? I, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the Weird Al version. <laughs> yeah, I um. God, who is that? That uh, that artist? Um, what's his name? I've Stephen heard... Lynch. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the one who does the song. Um, Fuck, I I should oh, know this. Oh, the song. Yeah, the, this one. Everything goes on. What's the the actual artist? Uh, oh. I do forget his name, unfortunately. Because um, I've, I've heard a lot of I thought we were thinking Robinson. about parody singers. <laughs> More like Porter Robinson. Uh, That's it, right? I'm pretty sure. Because I've heard all his sure. stuff before, and I like a lot of his stuff. So if you like that, you should check out his, his wider um, discography. I don't fucking know. Nice. Yeah, that's good. I liked it. Uh, now, Neela is also part of the visual novel in client for the recent Star Guardian event. <clears throat> Which you and Mark have to do an episode about still. We will. And I know this looks like a lot of notes. I'm not covering the storyline. These are all Neela's bits specifically. <laughs> okay. So I'm not going to cover everything that happens in the event because, there. I mean, there's a lot. And there's a mm. whole visual novel. Um, so I'm going to pick up right where Neela starts. Um so after Syndra leaves the team to get back to her much darker story, which I'm interested in, uh, it, she leaves Neela in charge of training the group, or like mentoring the group. Um, and then through interactions with Lux, we learn that um, as an outer guardian, Neela is centuries years old and uh, has been fighting the forces of chaos for years. Uh, then they train a bit. Neela wrecks Kaisa, obviously. 
Uh, when she wakes up, Neela reveals that part of her power comes from Ash Lesh, the star of joy. Uh, while her team proved victorious against the monster, she was tainted by the cosmic joy, but managed to fight it back and now wields its power on her own. Uh, Neela, Neela notices that Akali and Kaiser are having, they have a strong connection, and she believes that, um, you know, it can be made even stronger through shared trials. She does debate for a little bit, like, just attracting a monster to the city just to kind of test this. Mm. Um, then there's a point where Morgana is trying to manipulate Akali and essentially try to palpatine her to the dark side. <laughs> and uh, Neela interrupts and is going to just fucking wreck Morg, but Morg's like, oh, no, no, not interested, and runs away. Um, later, when Morgana unleashes a dark herald to attack the city... Uh, Neela just kind of chills and sits back and lets the team do their work because she's there to mentor, not do their job for them. <laughs> Did she say that? Uh, well, she does say that she's not there to. I think actually, I do think that might be a direct quote. I'm here to mentor, <laughs> not do your job for you. <laughs> um, and then while preparing for the final battle. Uh, Neela takes Kaisa aside and shows her her personal galaxy. Uh, she reveals that this is all that she has left. Her past life has been lost to time, and Neela isn't even a real name. She tells Kaisa that while they cannot change their path or regain what was lost, they can enjoy what they have when they have it, and to hold her friends close no matter what tries to tear them apart. Uh, seeing how much Kaisa has grown, Neela considers her promise to Lux kept, but also decides to stick around. Um, then there's like this crazy double triple double cross uno reverse card <laughs> here where Akali joins Morgana, but then in a twist, Neela brings Kaisa to Akali and we find out that she's just pretending to have joined Morgana. And then in the big battle, Akali turns on Kaisa and attacks her with Morgana's magic. Um, and then they get pulled into Morgana's realm. But then it turns out that she was just doing that to buy time for the other Star Guardians to get there, and she really is still on Kaisa's side. Um, it was exhausting. Uh, yeah, it's, it sounds exhausting, <laughs> I will say. Oh, my God. Uh, after the end of everything, uh, there was a big happy ending there. After the end of everything, we see Syndra visit Neela at her galaxy, and Syndra experiences a vision from the Dark Star asking her to break chains, uh, which gives her a headache, and then when Neela goes to check on her, Syndra kind of lashes out and retaliates, and then Neela notices a dark power within her eye patch. Um, seeing a worthy foe, Neela prepares to fight, despite Syndra's reluctance. Uh, and then Syndra drops her facade, hoping to gain answers if she plays along with Neela, because Neela has this big thing where, like, she has all sorts of knowledge, but she'll only give it if you, like, fight her or, like, earn it. Okay. Um she reveals that she has found something that could break the cycle for Star Guardians and has big plans for this universe. Uh, and then Syndra takes off her eye patch and unleashes her full power against Neela, fade to black, riot, <laughs> freeze frame. <laughs> cool. Can I say when you first said like dark power in her eye patch? I thought you were gonna say dark power in her iPad. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> we all have a dark power in our iPad. <laughs> why i don't have apple products <laughs> okay all right that's her one AU. that is her one au um i find it very interesting i never have feelings about au's i'm sorry do you have some mark there i find it interesting that she seems so one-to-one -one with her league um, yeah they do that sometimes you know, which i guess like I, not even changing 
<laughs> this is Ash Lesh. Oh, no, no, no. He's not a demon of joy. He's the star of joy. I could see why you could yeah, be confused. I think you can come yeah. up with another another read, like have hints of her or her actual lore. Um, like, you know, her name not being Neela or like her, I don't know, memories of her being erased somehow. That can translate over. But like, yeah, yeah a lot of times they're just like, they just slap a different name on it. <laughs> Gee. Which, Neela, but in space. Yeah. <laughs> like I expect that for something like uh, like an infernal AU, something that's yes. like eh, well, whatever. But this is Star Guardians. This is a pretty hot hot button hot button issue. I don't know. <laughs> it's a hot, hot topic button issue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, the governor it's a won't one. stop talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm a little. I was a little surprised. I guess that it was so one to one. I mean, I know it's her release one, but still. Yeah, you know, especially since a lot of the other ones get like very much not one to one, like Morgana and Zoe. Yeah, very much not their thing, but you know, Space Neela. C- can I ask? So you said something about stopping the cycle with Star Guardians. Is it maybe this is we should just save this for the episode? But like, is it something where like, is it just like a villain trying to stop Star Guardians so they can do their villain shit, or is it like being a Star Guardian is kind of like has a, a bad side to it? Right, it's that, and that's kind of the whole, the main, like, conflict between Akali and Kaisa through the whole story, is, like, and it's a whole bitterness of, like, Zoe as an ex-Star Guardian, too, is, like, the entire purpose of a Star Guardian is to, eventually, you're gonna burn out, and you're gonna die. Like, it's the only way that Star Guardians can end, which, I mean, is, is kind of, it's a weird... It's a weird thing to be upset about, because that's also just being human, ultimately everyone everyone just dies so it's not actually different for a star guardian than a human but um maybe because maybe it'll happen sooner (laughs) because they're always fighting big bads i'll be curious i've been watching um i've been watching this magical girl anime called uh madoka magica um which is like a big sailor moon if you ever heard of it (laughs) you know it's a little (laughs) indie Uh, but this one I've been watching, I've been liking, and it's kind of it's kind of got more of a twist, sort of like that. It's a little more of a deconstruction. So I'd be I'd be curious to to watch some more of the, like those types of animes, and then do the like this and see kind of where their influences lay. All right, finally we got a handful of fun facts. Nice. Uh, Nila is voiced by uh, Sandra Saad. Nice, good job. Her code name in development was Arumi which is the official name for the type of weapon that she uses. Ah. Mm. Um, uh, God, God, I really... You didn't write a pronunciation I, I did not write a pronunciation for this. I am so sorry. I'm going to try it, and I apologize in advance. Gaayatri Kadinya provided the vocals for Neela's theme. I like those I've vocals in that. It's oh, it's yeah? it's cool. I, I like it. It's a really interesting um, the vocal per- nice. performance in particular. The rest of it's kind yeah. of like what you would expect, but the vocals yeah. are kind of kind of cool. It, it it what it had because I listened after I like read that too. I just because I hadn't heard the theme, so I went back and listened to it. Like the vocals have like a kind of uh, frenetic energy that yeah, you know, it was very fitting for Neela. Like it was kind of like a joy like. This is this is a joy battle theme, I guess. Sure, yeah, I I, I would agree with that. We should do something talking about themes sometime. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm down. 
That'd be more of John's thing. I yeah, mean, for sure. Not, I don't know shit about music. Sounds good. <laughs> I mean, you listen to good. a lot of it, so. I do. I'll be like, this is one of the ones I listen to on repeat. There this is go. one that I really like the first 45 seconds, and then I don't care about the rest. <laughs> yeah, I have some of those. <laughs> right. Um, Neela is something similar to an aspect host, the main difference being that her power source is an inhuman and extremely evil monster rather than a celestial entity. But um, kind of the a similar thing with her acting as uh, a bit of a host for... Um, hmm some otherworldly power hmm. she doesn't even mm. have control which is new we've talked about the aspects we don't know how much or not, not oh wait now the aspects we talk about control it who, you know we... it kind of varies wait. sometimes i mean some What's yeah it, it seems to vary like kale's an aspect they're aspect okay and it yeah. yeah it varies a lot like you know it seems oh, I was thinking like about ascended okay yeah yeah, yeah. the aspects well, we don't you know, know how much control they have seems like diana and leona kind of have bits have although maybe they're Maybe Leona, not it. now. Yeah. Pantheon probably has way more now than he's ever had. Yeah. Okay. As of the call. A, she had a quote towards Pantheon. I don't think it was like very enlightening, but that would be, that'd be a fun story is have her run into one of them's, you know, see how mm, that goes. One of them's. <laughs> them, their aspects. <laughs> uh, and the name thing, Neela's name might come from the South Asian uh, language Teluga, where. Uh, Nilu means water. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Hmm. Where's that? Well, uh, you wouldn't know. I was going to ask where's that spoken a lot. Where, but I, where's Teluga spoken? I, I'll Telugu. have to Google that. That's. <laughs> uh, finally, Nila is one of 23 champions without a single ability power ratio on any ability. Uh, mm. What? Yeah, she's all AD all the time, right? And that's uh, that's Neela. That's Neela. We what's, did it. What's her title again? Oh, oh Unboundless um, Joy. The Joy, the Joy Unbound. Joy Unbound. Yeah, so, I was God so far off. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was in Boundless because they did get bounded. That's true. At some point, bounded real good. The now upper bounds a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bounded by the void. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any mm. final thoughts on Neela? I'm good. What? You're giving me like a look in your eyes like you want to say something, but you don't want to disappoint me. Yeah. Okay, what was it? <laughs> I was just thinking of other other porn names. Oh, okay. Because sure. Ashlesh really lends itself to a lot of... Is <laughs> <laughs> that oh, how it's yeah. pronounced, by the way? I have no idea. That's just what I said. I don't know. It sounds right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. That was Neela. That's Neela. Thank you mm-hmm. for listening. Um, we might be on a little bit of a break of champions again for a little bit. We'll see. We're not sure. Um, we're tossing around some ideas for shorter episodes that we can do, uh, and two person episodes that we can do, (laughs) which will make our lives easier occasionally. Um, but for kind of updates and whatnot, we do have a Twitter. It's at Loreheads. We also have a Discord if you want to join that. John's always on the Discord. You can, uh, at us directly or anything if you ever have a question, um and as a, as a heads up to like the it is a it's kind of a short break but like we are still going to get to all oh, of the yeah, champions yeah, yeah. so yeah. in yeah, case yeah, yeah, we're yeah, done yeah. we decided with Nila that was it <laughs> yeah which <laughs> you know care if you shit. if you are a patron and you signed up for an episode it's we are coming. still doing that yeah, yeah, episode yeah, of course, don't of course. don't worry about that mm-hmm. everyone everyone who uh who locked it an episode you're still locked in i got them all written down we're all good i'll be reaching out to you a few weeks before we record that champion so 
All, yeah. all good there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Definitely. Definitely looking forward to getting back to Champions. And also excited about uh, talking about other league-related things and, and whatnot. That'll be fun. Um, I did, Oh, I did, like, I don't tweet much on the Twitter, at the Lorehead's Twitter. And I did tweet, like, hey, we're looking for ideas for smaller episodes. So if you ever want to, like, if you have an idea or something that you want to hear uh, a couple of us talk about, <laughs> that's something you could, uh, <laughs> you could do. We are still searching for ideas um we post these on youtube and john has some parody songs there maybe he'll have a new one soon mm. that star guardian song we'll see um er- everything goes on pizza or whatever everything goes on pizza <laughs> everything goes on pizza uh, i like pizza <laughs> <laughs> i love that's one of my favorite things on youtube by the way it's so dumb it's mary kate and ashley video of about pizza it's a pizza song which mary kane actually was part of my childhood and then someone slowed it down a little bit and it's the funniest shit i've ever seen uh anyway uh we also have a twitch it's twitch.tv slash loreheads john and i are um going to we did start streaming again and we're gonna try to um be a little bit more consistent with that john streams on saturday we don't have times we do have days we do not have consistent times because his baby has no schedule yet although this one is actually switching to friday oh, oh yeah no by, you're doing actually Monday. by the time this airs it will matter oh yeah, yeah, yeah. um i'm in, i'm alternating maybe. my every i'm doing like an every other thing every other week i'll be doing tft and then on the on weeks i'll be doing tft off weeks i'll be doing a random indie game yeah and i try and mix it up with a different indie game every week he's so. gonna pick a different so if you're, you know you're you like indie games and you want to see a new one every other week that's something he'll do. He does those on Saturday. That's his stream. Right. And eventually, I'm hoping to put some of those replays edited down on the YouTube, too. So, <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, and then I stream on Mondays, mostly playing League for now. I don't know if I ever want to mix it up. We'll see. And John was able to join me for some games last week. So hopefully that'll keep up. As long as the baby goes down <laughs> at a certain time, he can join me for a couple of games before I pass out. Um, yeah, and we have a Patreon as well. We recently watched the Warcraft movie, the three of us, and talked about that, and it was very fun, and we do want to do more video game, like, movie, I don't want to say reviews, because I don't know if we're reviewing about it or just ranting about it, <laughs> right? But we, have, we have no useful uh, <laughs> insights insight to share. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, we've talked about other video game uh, movies. We'd like to I love video game movies. I don't care how bad they are. I just love them. They're so terrible. Hmm. Um, but we want to do more of that. John and I are talking about doing uh, some fun, like a fun video soon, and maybe even posting an episode of our other podcast that we had done. Um, we might record a new one and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we'll could be post fun. that on the on the Patreon on the Patreon for yeah. y'all. And thank you to all of our patrons. And a very special thank you to our Madarda tier and all chat tier patrons: Chloe Things, Crow, King of Hearts, Mylect, Phantom, Rel, Roberto, and Chupa Mustache. If uh, you were being attacked by Neela, I would stand up for you in big be the big bad that she had to fight instead oh yeah you really think I'd you'd be that challenging that opponent how <laughs> dare you you're too challenging you're the one she would call it <laughs> ouch yeah i worked out today oh shit uh, kind of i pulled weeds, she pulled weeds. Hey. <laughs> that's functional strength right there yeah yeah 
No glamour muscles on this guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Uh, join us next week, maybe, when we're talking about something. I don't know. We'll, we'll think of something. We'll think of something. Yeah. Sometime, somewhere, something. <laughs> <laughs> That's my motto. <laughs>